Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. This is episode 291. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. They have pre-orders live right now for the next and the best set of 2020 Captain America and the Avengers. They have everything, the token pack, fast forces, buy a brick, want to buy a booster, want to buy a case. All of that is over at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code DIAL5. For 5% off your order, that is D-I-A-L, all caps, followed by the number 5, 5% off your order on a case. It'll save you about $9, so that is pretty pretty helpful, I would say. Joining me in my studio, as always, is my co-host, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Two days into the year, and you're already calling best set. Oh, it's definitely the best set. Absolutely. I uh, uh. I will never back <laughs> down from that. Well, I'm glad to see FX back, that's for sure. Yeah, sure. No one cares about your opinion. Uh, anyways, like... Jeez, <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> way to start to start 2020. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, as always, I like to start with what made us happy this week. What made you happy, Simeon? What made me happy this week... So it's been a long week since we recorded, but... It has. What made me happy was uh, I got to see family. I didn't get to see anybody over Christmas. Um because I had to work the next day and I didn't really feel like driving all the way down there and all the way back and back again and then again. But I saw them on the weekend after Christmas, so that was nice. Um, then what also made me happy was actually making it home safe Sunday night because uh, Saturday we got like seven plus inches of ice and then snow and then whatever else mixture was in between. So I was going like 30 miles an hour down the interstate Sunday night it was, turned a two-and-a-half-hour drive into a five-hour drive. Jeez. So that was exciting. I have never been more anxious that I can remember. Man, that is... Ooh, that is terrible. It's but good no, to remember you're alive. It is. It yeah, is like good to remember you're alive for, uh, for five hours. I've had a drive in snow like that. Not <laughs> for as long of a drive, but it did double the amount of time. And you're... It's pretty terrifying, actually. Does that does that give you like a sense of like I could die at any moment? So it kind of makes you like, sort of gives you a little bit of adrenaline, but also like not too much because you're also terrified. Or like, how does that feel? So I wasn't really like, death wasn't really like a fear. It was more like um, I drive a Prius, so you know, <laughs> insert laugh track here. Ah. But I've got really good tires, and it's a five star crash safety rating, and oh, yada yada. Really good tires, so, guys. <laughs> It does, and it's very light, so it doesn't like sink into the snow. So it handles the roads fairly okay. Okay. My okay. fear was if I do slide off into like the shoulder or another vehicle or whatever, it would have been at least an hour till like a tow oh, yeah. truck was getting there, yeah. and also then I'd have to deal with like insurance and getting a new vehicle and and that's all worse the than dying, that that really. Did. In the uh, grand scheme of things, yes. Yes. 
Well, right on. I'm glad you had a good time with your family and everybody. Um, I also, I mean, Christmas was in this last past week. It was before we record. It was after we recorded. So that made me really happy. Uh, one of my cousins that I hadn't seen in forever was our one and only guest with my family this year at Christmas, and he's just like a hilarious guy. I went to my first ever like uh, comic convention with him and everything. He's great, and it was good to see him after so long. Uh, besides that, we took a trip to Montana, Bozeman, Montana. That was kind of cool. Uh, I traded one frigid wasteland of South Dakota for the more frigid wasteland of Montana, uh, but it was great. Uh, always great fun. They had really good food there, actually. I enjoyed quite a few places. And then on the road trip ride, I f- started and finished uh, a manga called Stone Ocean. That's a JoJo one. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of people said it was probably one of the worst ones, but I, I liked it. So maybe I just have terrible taste. But anyways, that is what made us happy this week. Before we get into anything else, uh, anything to say on that before we go ahead and start the show? Doesn't Ted Turner own Montana? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Like that all of it? He didn't, it's, you didn't ask it's him while you were there? beautiful country. I didn't get to see him. I, I did not get to see him. I saw more bighorn sheep than I did see uh, bison. So, a little okay. disappointed. At least the drive through uh, Wyoming is always great because there's absolutely nothing in Wyoming, and I hate it. Yes. Uh, if you live in Wyoming, I don't mean uh, to offend you. Your state is beautiful in some parts, uh, but man, is it is it boring. I do like driving through Sinclair in the middle of the night because... All of a sudden, there's like all these lights, and it's not really a city. It's just like a giant factory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think on my drive through, I've driven through Wyoming a few times. If you do it later in the night, you will pass maybe one car on like maybe. a five-hour drive. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the news. The news this week came out uh, pretty hot, pretty heavy in these last couple of days. So we're going to go from least interesting to most interesting. To start us off, we got digital renderings of the next set of WKO prizes in the form of Howard the Duck. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Simeon, what, what is the name of these WKO prizes, actually? I was about to mislabel them. Excuse me. So uh, these came to us from somewhere. I, I don't know. I do not speak the language, so I used my handy Google Translate. And the figures that we are getting are Deadpool Duck, Crimson Witch, Fast Silver, and Elf. I'm excited. I'm excited. Elf is one of my favorite movies of all time. Very excited that they are getting a hero click. Uh, Huge for me. Yeah, weird that they they gave Will Ferrell pink hair. (laughs) Yeah, pink hair and wings. (laughs) Uh, no, but so Pixie, uh, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and then uh, I can't remember if it's actually Deadpool the Duck or if it's Duckpool, what his actual name is I think in it's comics. Duck. I think it's Duckpool, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, since Duckpool, Howard is a small little duck, uh, he's doing a little kick, and he's got some swords. I think the rest of the sculpts are from Uncanny X-Men, right? Yep, all super rares from Uncanny. Right Scarlet Witch did have an FX in that, oh, but so did Quicksilver. I doubt so did Quicksilver. that they're going to remake it. No. Probably oh yeah, not. yeah. He had the speed yeah, shadow. Yeah, the shadow. Uh, but yeah, I really want that Howard the Duck. Uh, or sorry, the Duck Pool because I'm just I love Howard and he looks really cool. I can't wait to see what he does and see how expensive he is after these round of WKOs. Next up, yeah. we have uh, dice and token pack spoilers. We got to see what all the bystanders on the back of the dice and token pack for the Captain America and the Avengers set were. I love the dice. 
The dice are the set symbol with the A. Uh, the middle of the A is a star, and then around it looks like Captain America's shield. Uh, I kind of wish they were blue, but I guess red is fine. These are going to replace my Earth X dice because I lost one of them. And the rest of the uh, tokens on the back, so we have... I'll go from kind of my favorites to some of them here. But we have a robot dupe. I don't know who he goes to, but we have him. We have Becky Barnes, which is a female Bucky Barnes. We have a simuloid. We have three simuloids, excuse me, that look like big trees, kind of Groots-looking people. And then we have Chewy, which is a little cat with some tentacles out of his mouth, which is basically uh, Goose, how mo more people will probably understand that uh, Florkin race or whatever. What does this tell you, Simeon? Are you excited? Can't wait to see what figures these guys go to. I am. Um, yeah, depending on, like, who brings them out, what they do, stuff like that. Um, Chewy is the most interesting to me because it's got a white speed power. So hopefully, like, charge, flurry, plasticity, one mm. of, like, one or all three of those, some combination would be cool. Uh, with that, he's got blades, super senses, and perplex. So that's always cool to have on a bystander. Um I like the simuloids. Depending on how easy it is to pop them out, they'll be great yeah. tie-up pieces. So that's something I'm really interested in, too. Absolutely. These the other ones are... All having plasticity, poison, toughness, and shape change with fair yeah. values. Yeah. Very reminiscent of uh, some other tie-up bystanders we have. Yeah, some other tie-up uh, bystanders that look like trees. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm excited. Um I really want to know who brings out the cat because that's. I'm gonna assume it's the Captain Marvel we saw, one of the first figures. I'll assume it's Captain Marvel, but I don't know if it actually will be. See, it could be a Nick Fury. I only know that. Yeah, I only know that from the movie. Yeah, um, that's true. I know it's like also in the comics. Clearly, it's a comic scan right. that they used. But yeah, I hope that it's something that I recognize. Otherwise, I'll have to do some researching <laughs> and. And no one, my no one wants to do research for, a, you know, no one wants to lose their nerd credit for not knowing who Chewy the Florkin is after all. Like, <laughs> that's a rough, that's a rough hill to die on. I, I assume Becky Barnes is going to go to the Peggy Carter Captain America. I could be wrong. I have not read any story with her, but that's just my assumption. I like Becky's uh, stats, though, with the four range, eight, eight movement uh, sidestep, 11 attack, nothing, 18 defense, combat reflexes, and two damage, close combat expert. If it's a free action to pop out Becky... She's going to hit like a truck whenever she comes out. Um, yep. It's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good stats. I assume maybe the robot dupe is going to be a machine smith. I'd be really excited to get a machine smith since the only version we have of him technically is the Ameridroid. Uh, and I would like a normal version which makes like robot clones of people. So hopefully that is what the robot dupe goes to. If not, I'm wrong. That's okay. I can live with that. Yeah, and he does have a trait. So he's got the little star symbol. So yeah. he's got a little bit more going for him. Uh, Chewie has a little bit more going for him. Um, and then None of them are autonomous. Becky Barnes which is, is pretty. Yeah, she's Indom. Yeah, that's true. Two of them are Indom. But yeah, no autonomous this time around. Um, we probably don't have all the bystanders in just these. See, but I want to get all the bystanders is, in right? the last one. Because we got so many simuloids. That if we're, we're wasting three slots for one like person, I want to assume it. But did we get a bunch of extras for Black Panther? Were there or were there we not? did get? We got two Falcons okay. when they were the same stats. The exact same, and which is dumb. There was a figure that didn't get. I want to say there was a figure that made bystanders that didn't get one. Probably Red Skull. Um, I assume because he had the one humanoid or whatever, and I don't know if that was a 
bystander. I think or he not. did have a bystander. Okay. Human. Uh, I know Akoye made the, the rhinos. more rhinos, yeah. and we only got one when she could make two, mm. so it would have made more sense to give her two than yeah. the falcon. But I, uh, I, I don't know. But I digress. I think it's yeah. I think it's cool. I like the dice. Moving on, do you? We got four previews from the Captain America set, courtesy of Lucky Dice Cafe. We got Dallas Riordan Citizen V, so the female Citizen V, despite uh, looks here. Uh, they are just you know dealing with their own problems right now. War Machine, a super. So we got three super. Sorry, two super spoiled. We have War Machine, which is fifty three A, which is very interesting. Who could it be? Probably Iron Patriot, but who could it be? Uh, Black Widow fifty seven, and then Namor zero sixty nine as our first chase uh spoiled of the set simian you want to go ahead and talk about uh your pick from these yeah so namor here number zero six nine nice he's the chase he comes with uh fx token because he's a chase really cool sculpt at least the rendering um he's got some old school kind of like not necessarily armor but like some very like tribal atlantean kind of garb on and he's bursting out of the water as he does. Um, so, keywords, he's got Atlantis, Avengers, Cabal, Defenders, Illuminati, Invaders, Ruler. Pretty much all the books that he's been in uh, as of late, um, or teams he's been on. I guess there wasn't a Cabal book. Not really. He's got two traits. Avenging Son of Atlantis. Namor starts the game with the Flood Marker in his square. That's his FX base. The Flood Marker is water terrain. That's all it does. It's water terrain. Smoke Cloud as free, but to generate water terrain markers instead of hindering terrain markers. So he has a range value of zero. That means that you'll be able to flood within four squares of him. Uh, that's how Smoke Cloud works. Free. Place the Flood Marker in Namor Square. So not only can he flood the amount of squares within four, they don't have to be adjacent or under him or anything like that. He can also then put the flood marker on top of him. His second trait is the dolphin symbol, which will give him a plus one defense when he's in water. And he also ignores water for hindering, which doesn't matter because he's got the flight symbol on his uh, dial. He also gives friendly characters with the dolphin symbol or who share a keyboard with him, modify attack plus one if making a close attack while a occupying water terrain so i think that's really fun um that gives him a 13 top dial for attack and there's plenty of keywords to build with atlantis being one of the few named keywords that crosses into dc i think that's really fun a lot of uh free water making between him and some of the aquamans you can pick up so he comes in at 75 points and 50 points for 75 points you get seven clicks you start off with a 10 attack, or sorry, a 10 speed, 12 attack, 17 defense, and 4 damage. He's got Quake for the first 3 clicks, Charge for the first 3 clicks, Invincible Top Dial that goes to Invulnerability for clicks 2 and 3, and then Leadership for the first 3 clicks. Um, so Top Dial, I think this guy's going to be a monster and sealed, because not only is he only 75 points, he also has the defender's team ability, which which means he can fix his 17 defense, hopefully, have an 18 top dial, and then that'll be bumped up to a 19 if he's in water. Um, he'll also have a 13 attack if you manage to put a water terrain where he charges to, which uh, 13 for 4 is never bad. Pick up a light object, that's a 13 for 5. 
Um, throw in some perplex, he gets even worse. So that's pretty crazy. He goes down on click four. He gets a special defense ability, which is toughness regen, but only if he occupies water terrain. That should be pretty easy. Um, so he just always has free regen because there's no way to outwit his water marker, his flood marker. It just always gets placed under him for free. So I don't know if a situation where he doesn't get to regen for free. Uh, so he's going to have a lot of staying power, especially in sealed. Um, but I don't know. He might even make it into some competitive teams. Who knows? Who knows? I know I hope Homo Moranmus, uh, superior to Landwellers in every way, is absolutely in every single team. I think he's great. Sadly, no Imperious Rex really bothers me. Just really, yeah. Uh, it's a huge bummer. You know? But he does have scream all you like, you air guzzling cowards. That's true. Stay the hell out of my oceans, or you'll wish to God you had. What, a, what an angry fish elf man with those pointy, oh, yeah. pointy ears. By the way, covering up his amazing ankle wings. Don't do that anymore. Your ankle wings are beautiful, and you're beautiful just the way you are. He doesn't want them to know he's sucks. a mutant. He doesn't, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't die, mutie. That's what I always say. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, Defender's team ability is great. Uh, I like this name more a lot. I think he's a really cool attacker. I don't think he's a crazy standout chase. Um, I think his water marker is sort of okay, uh, since he already does make his own water. But this is like his personal. This is my personal puddle. How dare you? I'm the Prince Prince Namor, King of Atlantis. How could you possibly take away my personal water puddle? Anyways, he's a pretty neat character. I like how he ramps up at the end of his dial. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and talk about uh, War Machine. War Machine is one of my all-time favorite combo characters. I love him so much more than Iron Man. Uh, for the fact that he's War Machine, dude. He's got Gatling guns and guns on top of guns on this armor, and I absolutely love it. So he is Avengers Initiative. Uh, those are two separate keywords. Shield, Stark Industries, Armor, Soldier, and Warrior. I want to say this is one of the first War Machines we've ever had with the Warrior keyword. And that that is pretty sick to me. I think that's really cool. They're giving him Warrior. He has Avengers and Shield team ability. He clocks in at 100 points. He has 7 range, 2 bolts, Flight, and Indom. And I think this guy hits like a truck. He has two traits of assembled Avengers. Once per turn, when War Machine hits, after resolutions, you may roll a d6. On a 5 through 6, if your force has 3 plus friendly characters with the Avengers keyword, remove an action token from War Machine. Or give an action token to a hit target. If your force has 6 plus, do both. So this guy is built for an Avengers swarm team. And I love that. I don't think that's going to happen a lot in Sealed, depending on how many Avengers you pull, but maybe the first one will happen. Uh, so that, that's really cool, and I think for Constructive, this is going to be really fun. His second trait is the Minigun Target Lock. When War Machine hits, after resolutions, you may give a hit character a Target Lock token. Then remove all other Target Lock tokens. Free. Make a ranged attack using War Machine's printed attack and damage values, but only to target the character with his Target Lock token. Uh, this is amazing for a lot of reasons. And then his special damage power, since I'm reading off his specials, this is for his first three clicks, is perplex, but only to target himself. War Machine, for 100 points, has the power to kill basically everything, almost everything previewed in this set. Between his free attacks, his perplex, and what his top dial looks like. He has running shot for his first two clicks, pen blast with an 11 attack for his first three clicks, two clicks, 18 defense with invincible top dial, 17 with invincible for the second click, and he starts with a four damage on his own he can bump himself up to a 12 or you know 12 attack or a 5 damage and he can just boom blast somebody give him a target lock you're not dead yet bam now you are 
minigun locked and loaded. Uh, middle of his dial, he moves on to sidestep with Impervious. On his fourth click, he loses his special and gains range combat expert. He has range combat expert uh, until click six, which is the end of his dial. His last two clicks, this is uh, a little bit of a worried war machine. James is uh, getting a little, you know, on his feet. His armor is earthbound, neutralized, but he bumps up to a 11 attack on his fifth click, a 12 attack on his sixth click with precision strike, and then... That last click is just amazing, that 12 for 4 precision strike range combat expert, and he has invulnerability his last two clicks. He is like the epitome of a glass cannon uh, without being made of glass, which is pretty awesome. Like, six clicks doesn't feel like a lot, but he's only 100 points. He hits like a truck. Just make sure you get that first hit in. I, I absolutely love this war machine. He is definitely, he's already my new favorite uh, because he's everything... I kind of like stats-wise that I liked about Age of Ultron, but he's 100 points less. He has Indom. I still believe every War Machine should have Indom. Plus, he's just, man, he's amazing. He also ignores uh, Hindering and can shoot wall-based, which is really, really cool. I also have to shout out his Invincible, which is Tony's design with some additions from Uncle Sam. I love this War Machine. I can't wait to use him in Sealed. I can't wait to use him in Constructed. What do you think, Simeon? I, yeah, I think that the basically like ranged flurry thing that he's got going on um so he, yeah he can bump himself up to a 12 hit somebody next attack if he gives him a target lock he's got to use his 11 but potentially doing four penetrating and then an additional four damage and if he rolls if he's on an avengers theme team and he rolls a five six on either of those attacks he can either remove an action token and keep going or he can put an action token if you're doing constructed and you build like a team around him, he can do both. So rolling that five, six, I mean, it's a 33% chance. So it's not super likely, but when it does like pull off, like all of a sudden your opponent is not only taking damage. Now they're locked down. Um, maybe you lock down two opponents because you do like the strafing run thing. Sure. I think he's, I think he's pretty cool. He also can see through hindering and out of adjacency. So, yeah, super solid. Absolutely. I think he's going to be nuts in Sealed and Battle Royales. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Citizen V and then Black Widow. I am not at all excited for this Black Widow. I don't like that she's in the set. I've never seen her in anything related to Captain America. Uh, maybe I'm just missing something, but I hate it. Uh, for yeah. no other reason than she's not Captain America. Don't know her. Uh, Tanya. V, yeah, Tanya. Terrible name, Tanya. Jeez. Tania. <laughs> My mother's name is Tanya, if anyone's uh, wondering. Anyways, uh, Citizen V, forget about it. Uh, you, you're fine. You're fine. But you will get absolutely destroyed by War Machine at any point in time. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, this is our fifth annual, god, that's insane, end of the year show for Dial H for Hero Clicks. I have, This is my third one, which seems insane to me. And we're going to go over our picks for the year. We're going to name a new super fan. We're going to go over all the votes that you guys had. And it's we, we get it. I just love closing this chapter on this beautiful year. So, Simeon, I'm going to go ahead and read off all of the sets that came out in 2019. We had Earth X, the Captain Marvel movie set, DC's Rebirth, Avengers Black Panther and the Illuminati, Wolverine and Cyclops Regenesis, Star Trek... Whatever it was called, Resistance is Futile. Sorry, I, I couldn't care less. Uh, <laughs> X Men and the to bold Dark, to go. yeah, and to bold to go. yeah. Also, still couldn't care less. X Men the animated series, The Dark Phoenix Saga, and the WWE set and the Orville. So, with all of that in mind, 
Oh, and of course, I guess technically, the Deep Cuts X-Men sort of counts as its own set as well. So, it didn't feel like we got a ton of sets this year as compared to years past, but it was it was a great year, and I think it was personally a lot of fun. Simeon, I'm kind of springing this on you, but do you have a favorite memory of this last year? Um, I think the first... I, honestly, I think my favorite memory for Heroclix was like when WWE released and we started playing them and I just realized like how how like much potential they actually had with that set and like how well they did it and I was just like so happy that they put so much focus and so much like time and effort into like making this new universe actually worth buying and like worth playing and stuff like that right my favorite has to be all the road tripping time I spent with my crew going to places. Probably my favorite was going to, I'm going to say Memphis for Worlds. That was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. And I just, I love, and I know it's like riding in the car is still one of my favorite things to do uh, with everybody because it's just fun. We joke, have a good time to get us there. So starting us off, we have Worst Sculpt last year. Do you have any guesses who could have possibly won the worst sculpt worst of the worst terrible sculpt oh man worst sculpt of 2018 um man there's a lot of stuff uh you don't have to think too hard no one really cares about this answer <laughs> okay i'm gonna go with bizarro police from elseworlds it, it oh, that was, was 2017 uh, that was 2017 That's, uh, so no, i gotta i gotta read goodness gracious <laughs> <laughs> I gotta re-guess. Um, let's say Darwin from X-Men Xavier School. That's not bad. He did look terrible, but it was actually went to the 8-Bit Turtles. Ooh. Ooh, ah. Oh, okay. The Fair enough. The worst sculpt of this year goes to none other than, and I'm very proud of this, Ronda Rousey, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's terrible. I hate her, and she is the worst. What was your pick for worst sculpt? My pick for worst sculpt this year was uh, it was a tie for me between Avalanche, Avalanche or Jason Wingard. Um, Avalanche, just because I pulled like seven and it's just he's just like standing there, arms outstretched. And if you managed to get one that didn't have his little uh, like vibration effects broken off, then they just look like water pistols or oh. I don't know. Ah. They just look silly. I'd. I'd like an avalanche with like some like rocks and stuff like crashing down on people, but he's always going to be like a D list villain. So Poor guy. I guess not. And then Jason, just because he's a chase and for a chase man, is that sculpt boring? Like he's got so much going on on his card and then his sculpt like alludes Lame. to none of that. What's uh, Harry Leland, I guess is the same. All so. of those. I think the majority of the chase sculpts for X-Men were all terrible. In my opinion, I thought they were all really bad sculpts. Very lame for chases. Very lame. Jean's Jean's okay. Still not like Gene, super yeah. or like maybe super rare quality. But to be honest, we've gotten some commons and some rares that just blow them out of the water as far oh, yeah. as oh yeah quality wise. All right. This next category is the best fast forces. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you have to keep guessing. I'm gonna make it easy on you. Uh, <laughs> last year. 
was Batman the Animated Series, one of the best Fast Forces of the year. It was a fun Fast Forces and it had really amazing maps. This oh, yeah. year, we're not going to do the drum roll for this one, is Earth X, ladies and gentlemen. Just barely, just barely, barely won Fast There was a lot of really good uh, starters in Fast Forces this year, which I believe made it really difficult. I know I cast my vote for Earth X. What about you, Simeon? I went with the Rock and Sock connection. Ooh. Just because it was the only one that had Shawn Michaels and Mankind in it. And those were two big uh, two big wants out of the WWE set. Um, also, it came with a map. The map's pretty cool. So. Right. Not as good as the EarthX maps, but the EarthX maps are real good. Oh, yeah. Next up is the best Fast Forces and Starter figure this year. The best Fast Forces and Starter figure went to... Dr. Claire Finn. Yeah, you know, her. Okay. Her. Last yeah, year, the, it went the reason to... Uh, by the... the only reason to buy the Orville. <laughs> uh, last year, it went to the Fast Forces Giant Girl, which makes total sense. Oh, um, yeah, that's a clear winner. <laughs> yeah. My vote this year was Shawn Michaels. I just love that Shawn Michaels. He's just awesome. I really couldn't think of any other like Fast Forces figure I love half as much as he. Him. What about you, Simeon? Uh, so I went a different route. Uh, I thought the best Fast Force figure this year was Shawn Michaels. Ooh, wow, that was such a unique answer to mine. <laughs> I can't see now. Not I'm mad. Did... I can't believe he didn't win. I'm still angry about how I counted these up. And like Claire just got so many votes. Poor Shawn. Well, she fits on a lot more teams than Shawn. Believe it but, or not, yes. Uh, like a 20 defense on his own can't be shot from range. And then the fact that he he not only won me a state championship and like the okay, last yeah, action, yeah, okay. um, he also just like won a lot of matches overall for me. And he didn't like just from looking at him on paper, I did not expect that from him. But man, is it so much fun to just like taunt your opponent with like the the tuning up the band tokens? You're just like I'm up to three, and they're just like yeah yeah I know like, that is, this is still. In my opinion, the best last action of all time to tune up the band and then sweet chin music, kill an onslaught. That is just so good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up is best shared trait. Last year, it had the pride and joy of going to Gotham City Crime Boss. This oh, yeah, year, it goes to none other than, and this was really tough because there was a ton of different opinions on shared traits, um, but just squeaking in with a win was uh, Column Into the Venomverse. The Venomverse trait. Uh, I think people really were attracted to it because it was like a kind of going back to the Spider-Verse. And it was really cool and very thematic and made those Venom chases all like just work better together. It was also my personal vote. What about you, Simeon, for best shared trait? I went, uh, this might be a little cheating, but I went with Hunted on and on the Run from the X-Men Fast Forces. Ooh. So that's the trait where... Uh, yada yada giant or colossal attacks uh, this character or character like named x-men can use and then each one has a different power that like grants them so if you play the full fast forces against an army of sentinels you have like shape change super senses mystics prob uh, combat reflexes just like a whole slew of really cool stuff toughness is the one that rogue gives you woohoo um, yeah thank you rogue for your contribution. Um, you were there. But no, I, I really liked that one. Uh, I've only ran it a handful of times, but 
it's just kind of overpowered in the right matchup. Sadly, it does nothing in the wrong matchup, and so... Ooh. That is rough. The next category is going to be the best indie or DC set. So last year, um, we had also Nick's giving... Normally in years past, we have best DC set, best Marvel set, best indie set, but... The last two years, DC's only ever gotten one set, which is really terrible. And I really hope they get at least two this year, please. Um, last year, it it went to Batman the Animated Series uh, for best indie slash DC set. Uh, the other runners were, I believe there was also Star Trek set last year. Or maybe there wasn't. I think it was just... In Turtles, yeah. In Turtles. So that was actually pretty close. Uh, but BTAS uh, had to bring it in with the win. This year, best DC and indie set has to go to the WWE. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Just they, they came in so strong this year. They made such a beautiful impact on the game. And I believe they got a ton of new players into it. Simeon, what was your personal vote for this one? That was my personal vote. WWE. So it was really hard deciding between WWE and Trek. But for all the fan service they gave us in Trek, we also got that in WWE. And I am like oh, yeah. equal amounts of fan for both. And WWE is so much more playable. The fact that I could put them on a table just like WWE theme team and have a competitive team that I could actually like win something with was pretty awesome. I don't think there's been an indie set that that's possible with um, ever, really. I don't think I've ever been able to pull like indie stuff out and go to like a tournament and win matches with straight up like Lord of the, well, Lord of the Rings. I never would have been able to, but impossible, uh, physically impossible. Not like uh, Foot Clan or you know Turtles, Turtle Ally, whatever the Team and T Ally. Um, definitely not Trek. There is some Trek that won, so can't fault it too much. But um, yeah. I just really liked the fact that the WWE stuff was super easy to throw together and all the powers were really cool and fun. Absolutely. Also, this... Rebirth was just bad. Rebirth was terrible. For all the people that voted for Rebirth, you it are blind. Bad. You are so blind. It was a terrible, terrible garbage set. Um, and you just like DC too much. That's just the way it is. Sorry. Uh, next up they're is just, they're starving for it, and oh, that's why. So like, so starved. Oh, finally, a new Nightwing, oh, and it's Batman. like, we've never gotten yeah, Batman but that doesn't before. mean the set's good. It's just you haven't had any of this stuff. It's like ah, finally a drink of water after all these years. So and like, it might years. not be good water. You're just glad that there is some water. It's like you know? it's like fallout water. It's like irradiated water. Yeah. It's just like ah, but, <laughs> but it's water. Uh, next up is going to be best chase theme. Last year. Best Chase went to the Super Friends, as fun as they are. I must say, DC does have really strong Chase sets and themes. The year before that, it went to the Justice Gods. Not not, not Justice Gods. What are they? Just the Gods? What are they? Whatever. Uh, I can't yeah. remember what they're called. I think, but they're, I think they're Justice Gods. Justice sure. Gods. Then the just, uh, it went the to the Apocalypse Justice Gods. guys. Yeah, those guys. They're, mean, all, they're all black and stuff, for the most apocalyphied. part. Apocalyphied. Apocalyphied, yeah. So, DC... Also, this year comes in strong. I mean, they swept this. Uh, for all being uh, terrible figures, and I think they are absolutely all terrible figures, except for maybe one or two, they still won Best Chase, and that is going to be Dark Knight's Metal. 
Not my personal vote. I'm really surprised that this one best chase theme. What about you, Simeon? I did vote Dark Knights. So Ooh, they're why? not playable. Tell us tell us why. Tell us why. <laughs> I voted for him because well, one, um not a big fan of like the Venom like stuff. That's I don't know why. So Earth X was out, Captain Marvel, it was like title Captain Marvel and then binary, so that's not even like a chase theme. Um Avengers Black Panther Illuminati was like a split chase theme. So right. if it had been all of all Avengers 10 million BC, sure, would have won. Uh, but it wasn't. And to be honest, I didn't care for most of the ones that we got this time around. Um, and then also getting uh, like Red Skull, didn't care about him super bad. And Kobik didn't care about it at all. So, like, just didn't care about the chases as a whole. Uh, Mirror Universe Star Trek stuff was cool, but I've never read the comics. I own them now, but I haven't read them yet. So I don't really know those characters. So I just had to go with the ones that I knew the best. And it was really cool to see the sculpts. The sculpts are all really good. I just can't believe how high point-costed they are compared to, like, Marvel stuff. It's crazy. I mean, the sculpts are about the only thing that is good about those figures. I can agree with that, for sure. For sure. I know I personally voted for the Venomverse chases. Um, even though, technically, it's the chase theme that I only got two figures from, and I technically need more uh, than two figures from ABPI. But uh, it was just a lame chase theme. Uh, overall, ABPI was really lame. A lot of people voted for Hellfire Club. I get it. There's, like, two good figures in it, so sure. And it's also the latest. And I think yeah, have, I can like, see Hellfire Club. I think, I think those two figures also have the greatest impact on a competitive game. But I thought they were such lame chases. For, for someone who doesn't care about the Hellfire Club and doesn't really care about what they do, except for maybe Jason a little bit, um, I couldn't. you could not pay me money to care about those chases. Uh, but I thought Venomverse was really cool. I thought it was really unique. Uh, Marvel is pushing Venom for some reason. Uh, I don't know why, but in a lot of different merchandising products, they're really pushing Venom. I don't get it, but I thought the chases were really cool, and I all thought they had really neat sculpts at the very least. Going to um, be hilarious if for uh, Maximum Carnage set, the oh, chases geez. aren't Venom. Just, like just... they're just they're like regular Captain America, regular Iron Man. <laughs> uh, by hilarious, I mean terrible and really bad. Uh, next up is best multi-base figure, Simeon. This was almost a three-way tie it was really it was so so close because in any time where there's a set where a multi-base figure comes out it's really really crazy difficult to decide which one it is now last year Groot won like hands down Groot was the winner uh but I, that's because I think Avengers Infinity was an overall weaker set than X-Men was so I think a lot of the Colossals were just like you know no one's voting for Dune Buggy but people Where's were voting car? Or Jakar, but people were voting for commons and uncommons like Nimrod or Onslaught, you know? Like, so it was actually a really tough set this year. Also, with the Batmobile, there was an odd amount of votes for Lobo. Uh, curiouser and curiouser for me. Um, but the three way tie was almost between Onslaught, Magneto, and Wendigo. Can you guess which one of those just squeaked out a win by one? By one. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule out Magneto. Um, oh, that's so I'm sad. gonna guess. 
I'm going to say Onslaught because I saw so much of Onslaught at uh, ROC States. You were close, but just barely beating Wendigo? Onslaught. It was Wendigo. <laughs> okay. The Wendigo. What was your vote for this one? Mine was Ven Wendigo. Yeah, he mine is. was Wendigo too, and I'm not. I don't want people to think we like stacked it, but we made. <laughs> I made all. I made all of my votes written down before I uh, calculated the rest of the answers. So yeah, yeah. I tried to. I tried to think of all of my answers before I read any of the comments, so I didn't go through the comment threads until um, I had my answers down. But no, Wendigo is just uh, really good at any point value, um, to the point where I've hoarded a collection of them, not so that I can use them but so that my casual nights aren't ruined by someone having two. So anytime someone like local was like, oh, like this is my second one, I'd be like, what do you want for it? You don't need to. <laughs> I, am, I am the holder of the arsenal, Are you the nuclear deterrent casual meta for right Wendigo. Now, Simeon? I am shaping it into oh my gosh. an anti-Wendigo thing. <laughs> I'm fine if someone plays one. But I don't want to see like three on a team for casual. Like I'm, I it will make me so sad. It's hilarious. This is so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. All right. Moving right along is best generic. There were a lot of good generics this year. We had the aim crew. We had all the generics from Earth X, like the Hydra, the police sergeant, um, the Union Jack people. We had Wakandan generics. We had really cool generics in this last set with in the form of Sentinels and Guard Command and uh, Friends of Humanity. There were lots of generics. Generics are really cool. It's it's a tough, tough thing to be a, a various no-named, you know, lackey of the greater good or evil in many cases. So the best generic last year went to the Suited Henchman, and for good reason. He's an amazing figure. Any clue on who it might have went to this year, Simeon? Oh, man. We even had some, like, Star Trek ensigns that were, like, super cheap for what they did. Um, I'm going to... I want to say it would be the Sentinel, because that's a pretty cool generic to have. The bummer thing for me is that we did not nearly get enough votes for Sentinel, like how I thought it was going to be. Uh, but best generic went to the Aim White. Oh, yeah. Outwit, perplex, that makes sense. pretty good, sidestep, whatever. He's a pretty awesome generic. What was your vote for this year? I voted for the Assassin's Guild from X-Men uh, animated series. So 15 points, charge, blades, 10 attack. Uh, I think it's like a 16 or 17 defense with, with combat reflexes. But the biggest thing is they have traded stealth and lines of fire can't be drawn to them if they're adjacent to hindering. So they don't even have to be in hindering if they're adjacent for 15 points. I mean, it's basically like a 15 point WWE team ability line of fire. Can't be drawn to them. That's just, or it's blocked, I guess. Um, that's nuts to me that they're so cheap for what they do. And I did play like a swarm of them one time and I took down a 200 point Wendigo because you can't get a wounded token if you die to three damage. So like. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty cool. That but. was pretty funny. Um, yeah, my my personal vote was actually Blue Squad. I I think as a generic, they they are the right mix between the Blue Union Jack that I really liked with the running shot pen blast, and then the supporty powers like the Aim soldiers have. So he makes all the aim better. He's got you know sidestep pen blast and he's got prob, which is really cool. So I had to go to the Blue Squad uh, for my personal vote. Next up is 
best support figure. There were a lot of good support figures this year. Who do you think could have possibly been the best support figure of last year? Oh man, Big Tony. Uh, was Big that? Tony. Ooh, no, that was two was years that ago. last year. Nice try. That was nice two try. years. Yeah. Um. Let's see. X Men Xavier School. Mudman wouldn't be a bad option. He's not really a support, though. He's not. I mean, I I wouldn't Sheriff count him Steve personally. Rogers would be... Sheriff Steve Rogers, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of. Okay. Um, you're just so wrong. I'm oh, gonna stop. Probably you. like Star Fox. I don't know. Mm, no, you're that, terrible. That Simeon. Double perplexed. I'm sorry. Nope, not nearly <laughs> okay. supporty enough. Sadly. Uh, so we I combine the support and offensive figures. Normally, it is best DC and best Marvel support is what we normally do. Uh, I just, once again, DC doesn't nearly get enough love, so until, unless it changes this year, it's probably going to be the same next year, um, I smushed them together. So, best support, and I'm going to say both Marvel and DCs, was Alex Wilder for the Marvel side, and then Zatanna for the DC uh, side. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Best More support, sense than what I was saying. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What, what you were saying was confusing me on an astronomical level. Uh, the, best <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best support this year goes to... The, the wonderful, powerful Mr. Mr. Oz. What a guy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Oz. Mr. Wizard of Oz himself with the, with the old scythe and the, uh, the old green cloak. Turns out probability control from like 10 squares away is was it 10 yeah. or 12? I can't even remember, but it's dumb. I want to say, yeah, it's like, and it's like 10, but it also ignores everything. Ignores so. everything is really gnarly as a support figure. So Mr. Oz, and I've played him before. I've played him several times. I think he's absolutely amazing. So it makes sense to me that he made uh, best support. Next up is best offensive figure. Last year uh, for Marvel and DC, the best Marvel offensive figure was super rare uh, Wolverine. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. And then yep. Hawkman and Hawkgirl on the DC side for best offensive figure. And with what DC was rocking, that's pretty fair, I would say. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough because they're <laughs> I think they're like three damage. They're not the best compared they to really, Wolverine's like really flurry. Are, yeah. ID stuff. Yeah. The best offensive figure this year. Uh, now I don't think this is so much on his own, but what he was he is paired with uh, nine times out of ten. I'm gonna say just ten times out of ten. I don't think if you play this figure, you're not playing him this way. Uh, but it goes to Vulture. It's really hard to say Prime Vulture isn't uh, an offensive beast uh, for what he does, and I, I absolutely understand why he won this year. Yeah, for his point value. Um... He just has, if you take like that 50 points, yes, he's a prime, so he's cheaper. But if you take that 50 points and compare it to what you get in like a DC set for 50 points, he's just so much better. Like he's yeah, crazy he with what he can do. Um, and he's got super strength. So I know the two sealed WKOs that I went to, if like the prime vulture was pulled in both and he won both. So um, you didn't even need like the awk arms on him and sealed. If you just had like some heavy objects and some perplex, you could make him like a 13 attack or a 12 attack for like six damage. Um, and he just, I mean, even if he only KOs like one or two things or just KOs one thing and then hits another thing really hard, he's worth that 50 points just for that. So yeah, he's nuts. Right on. What was your vote for offensive figure this year? I actually went with uh, Spider-Man from 
Avengers, Black Panther, Illuminati. Ooh. The 145 point um, can leap climb and then flurry with like a 12 for four. Uh, I thought he was just really gross um, and sealed or, you know, just in like uh, any kind of play. Um, I think he's got a ton of potential. If you play him at his lower dial, like he's got perplex and with enough perplex, he's kind of like a, just like a beast that can like knock through any high point character. Oh yeah, for sure. He, if like, if I was sitting at battle Royale and someone pulled him, I was like, like, I don't know who's going to win. Cause he is just insane. Uh, my, oh, yeah offensive figure uh that i voted for was earth x captain america i still think uh the punch that he packs is absolutely insane for 80 points i love him a lot we actually got one other vote for that i was impressed timmy we got one other vote for good old spider-man himself next up is going to go to best sculpt of the year WizKids constantly puts out really 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 good sculpts some not so great sculpts some mediocre sculpts and this is us focusing on some of the absolutely most beautiful sculpts whether it's got that clear plastic or it's just so detailed and it has all these little bits and extra things going to it uh the best sculpt of last year went to also like by the way headmaster wolverine just slaughtered last year he took home so many prizes uh it was wolverine once again won best sculpt and he has a really cool sculpt with the blade slash behind him and jumping in the air and everything it's really amazing what was your vote this year for best sculpt simeon my vote this year was Superman Prime. Ooh. So that was the one of the WK. I don't know if he was a WKO prize, but he was. He was, he just, was one of like the Con LEs. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he was uh, really hard to get at Worlds. Um, I don't think he was even at Nationals, and he's only been at a few events since then. So um, he was really hard to get, but he's got he's like all translucent with like kind of a sunny coloring. And he's got this big flaming S behind him. Uh, the sculpt quality is really cool. The coloring and like the effect is really cool. Um, I did get one at one point, and I just like looking at it. It was just really impressive to me. Very nice, very nice. There were a lot of really good sculpts this year. I think for con exclusive wise, between like that Superman, between how cool Dupe looks, uh, between that Magneto, Kyle Rayner, the uh, Mammoth Ghost Rider. I thought, like, con exclusive, con exclusives alone, it was crazy how cool the sculpts were. A lot of the chases had really, really cool sculpts. You know, hate them or love them. Uh, but the gauntlet chases, I thought were all really cool. I thought um, Kobe had a cool sculpt, sort of. No, she didn't. I don't know why I even said that. That was such a lie. <laughs> like, all, but, like, really? all the dark metal. Yeah, no, she's terrible. Uh, she's just like, bleh. Uh, all of the dark. I was trying to trying to give Bl Avengers Black Panther like a bone, but like I think they probably didn't actually have that good of sculpts at all. But their rares had amazing sculpts. The Spider Man was cool. The Captain America was cool. Um, oh yeah, you know, the Enchantress was great. Stuff like that. The a lot of the figures in Earth X were really beautiful. Loki being a terrible figure had a cool sculpt. Iron Man had a cool sculpt. Stuff like that. Um, so there was a lot of really hard uh, choices to make this year. Like we all said, the Dark Knight metal terrible figures, amazing sculpts for each figure. Um, so, but just squeaking in a win has to go to the person I also voted for. But it's going to go to Captain Venom. Love, 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 love the sculpt of jumping forward and then the symbiote holding onto his shield and just the symbiote mixing with captain america is really cool and i'm very very glad to see that this figure won best sculpt of the year and i think he absolutely deserves it oh yeah i think uh 
he looks like he's a very well done like modded figure yeah and like the paint job they have on him the fact that his like shield is like slightly away from his arm but like you can see like the symbiote tendrils like holding it yeah that's really cool um yeah so next up before we get to best figure and figure of the year we're going to talk about the worst figure the figure that is like if it's in your booster you're a little disappointed on the inside the just a figure that is either terrible or just straight garbage uh whether the sculpt is bad or the stats are bad this figure you didn't want to see the worst figure of last year was a dead tie and this still bothers me to this day between avengers <laughs> infinity black widow who is an actual bad figure for 50 points and then oh yeah professor x dreamer who is not a bad figure for 50 points and i will fight anyone who disagrees with me not a bad figure but if that pulled if that was like your super rare slot it was kind of like a gut punch like oh no totally totally but like compared to a common who has perplex and that is like it she does she's so useless blackwood i thought i just thought worseness black widow would be worse than professor x but like that was a dead tie last year and still disappoints me to this day i went on a four minute rant about it last year if you want to go ahead and check that out <laughs> go go look at the last uh episode this year the worst figure is gonna go to a chase and that is star brand yep oh. i think it's hard to say like there's a worst chase you just don't want to pull like out of all of the chases in black panther they're all good except for Starbrand. He was the lowest cost one right away. Like, Kovic is crazy, potent meta potential. Captain America is really good. Iron Man is good. You know, the Black Panther is really cool. And then it's like, you know, the whatever. The Red Skull is even cool. But, like, no one wants Starbrand. He's just garbage. He's just bad. I no think, one wants him. Yeah, I think he dropped to, like, 30 or 25, like, almost still during pre-release. Like, he... I've never seen a chase drop to like super rare values faster um the super rare uh doctor strange still like it was like day one super rare doctor strange was outpacing him for like what people were selling him at and like still star brands like i think he's down to like 20 dollars now and Ooh. strange is still like 40 or 45 not a good look buddy no. Not a good look. What was your choice for worst figure this year? My choice was on in the same vein. So I split it. Um, but for actual sets that released, it was Devastator. Mm. Basically for the same reason that Starbrand. Um, really cool sculpt. Because Starbrand's sculpt isn't bad. It's kind of bland. Um, but it just doesn't tell you like who the character is. It's like... Oh, it's a big guy with muscles, so he's got a charge and, like, big attack value. But the Devastator, it's like, you know who he is. He is, he is like, a... I mean, he's a cross between Doomsday and Batman. And so he should be, like, some sort of, like, really cool thing. And, man, I saw so many people pull him in sealed, play him at full, and just get destroyed because he just was not great. Like, the values and everything just don't match his point total and he's taking up over half your build. So that was the worst one, um, for actual sets that released for me. And then I threw Lalandra in there because I've never heard more size from a battle Royale than when they would drop a Lalandra at the table and everyone would just go, uh, like 
that was the Connelly that we got. Literally really anything does. else. <laughs> Takes the wind out of your sails. It's pretty bad. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I voted saw people for... picking, like, super rares before her. Oh, I absolutely would. Not, just the launch was lame. So lame. Like, speaking of a figure that you can't give away, I chose the hood. Um, you, I could not find a, a super rare that no one wanted less uh, than the hood. Not a lot of people actually... No one voted for the hood for worst figure, and I think he's terrible. I think he's a terrible... He's terrible and sealed. He's terrible and constructed. Even with given him a gauntlet or a gem or whatever, I think he's lame. I really, yeah. I really do not like the hood. Uh, moving on to the best set. This year was pretty stacked for sets. ABPI had a big influence on the game. Earth X was really cool. Uh, long awaited for me personally. The Rebirth set was not a good set, so we're going to skip it. Uh, this is obviously just Marvel set. X-Men the Animated Series was also an amazing set. There were lots and lots of good sets this year. Let's not forget about Wolverine and Cyclops, Regenesis. So what was the best set last year? I'm glad you asked. I didn't write it down. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah. Had to have been X-Men, right? I'm pretty sure it was X-Men. I wrote down BTAS for whatever reason. I'm like, wait a second. That can't possibly be true. That would have been the DC one for sure. That would have been the DC yeah. one. That was the DC one for sure. Um, I well, it was, was between, it would have been between AI or XXS. I assume, uh, I assume it was XSS. Uh, but I seriously, yeah. it blows my mind that I messed that up because I just listened to the episode uh, before we got all the categories. But hey, it'd be like that sometimes. I assume it's XSS. I will link down below to the other episode, though, in the podcast, or at least give you its episode number. This year, the best set, to my dismay, and I think to a lot of people's maybe surprise, is going to go to Avengers, Black Panther, and the Illuminati. Hmm. Who'd have thunk? That's what I kind of thought when we added up all the votes. A ton, and I mean a ton, guys, of votes for X-Men the Animated Series. And I think Black Panther just beat him by maybe one or two. Um, But what I kind of think this comes down to is how fun the set is to play in itself. And I think Black Panther was more fun to play than X-Men was. Because in Battle Royale, if you got a bad Colossal, it's just like, hey man, sucks to be you. Or, you know, like in Sealed, you'd really get thwomped with X-Men. I think Black Panther, I just think single booster sets, not mega booster sets, are just easier. And just people are more palatable to them and they enjoy them more. And I think Black Panther had kind of a lot for everybody. Even if you weren't a Black Panther fan, like I'm not a Black Panther fan at all. And I still bought, I think, two cases of the set. Uh, so, yeah, I think that kind of goes to show how good of a set it was. I still think uh, Earth X is better. Also, my personal pick. What was your pick, Simeon? I did go with Black Panther. Um, how could you? How dare you? <laughs> but Earth X actually would be number two before X-Men. And I base it entirely on one. I think the first thing I base it on is the sealed aspect because um, that's like my the my bread and butter, like what I like to do is sealed for like a set. Otherwise I'm going to be, I'm not going to be building out of one set any other time. And Avengers black Panther. Um, there was very few times where I opened two packs and just couldn't build anything. Even with like, even if my rare was like Electra, I would have something to build with. And there was so much perplex in that set 
that you'd have surprising teams like come out of nowhere and be able to win because they had like seven perplexes. You know, there's the Shield Diplomat. There was Everett K. Ross. Um, there's just like a ton of perplex and Avengers, Black Panther, Illuminati. And so you could have like you could have not pulled. I don't think I pulled any super rares until. Man, I was like six events in, like six seals in. So like I did three pre-releases and then like three other releases, and I only pulled rares the entire time. But the rares that I pulled ended up winning me like the game. Sometimes uh, Professor Hulk was just a monster. Ooh, he's a beast. Uh, when I did team sealed in at nationals, my Professor Hulk team, uh, I went undefeated the whole day. And all I had was Professor Hulk and the rare Captain America and then like uncommons. Like we didn't pull a single super rare and like our boosters and we still did pretty good just because the, it was a great set to build with um, and sealed. Earth X was the same kind of deal, but you had a much higher chance of pulling like a bunk booster. Oh, it's so totally. there's... There's a couple like rares and even a couple more super rares. I feel like in Earth X where you just like pull it and you're like, well, I either play this at full or like it's just not good. I so. definitely think like a Loki pull or like a Spider Girl <laughs> pull as a super rare is just terrible. It takes the wind out of your sails really poorly. Uh, there are a couple of rares For sure. like, like X fifty one. Yeah, Prime Venom X fifty one terrible. Like really bad. Like sealed pulls to get in your higher rarities i pulled uh venom raccoon venom rocket raccoon he's a chase should be good he's got no reducer top tile so he's got like two rollouts and once he misses one he just dies and so he was like a hundred points and i don't think he has endom either so yeah he was he was one of the uh worst venom chases and then i put uh you know x-men you know. at number three because Man, what an unbalanced sealed set. Ooh, it's not the unbalanced. worst I've ever seen, but yikes, like we just did a a seal to help the shop sell the last of it here like a couple weeks back and we were we decided to do a battle royal and no figure could be played over 300 points. So if you pulled like one of the real big guys, you couldn't run it at full points. But I pulled Wendigo and Juggernaut which both top out at 300 points. And I was like, that sucks for everyone else. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Also, like, you could get a... You could totally get a Sentinel that could only be played at, like, 25 or 33 or whatever the two values are. And then the rest of your booster would be, like, Mesmero and, uh, like, not even a Sabretooth. You'd have, like, Mesmero, Beast, Fabian Cortez, and you'd be like, what do I do with this? So... Yeah, no, I absolutely have to agree. Um, yeah, no, that's it, that's it, that's it. No, wait, that's not it. You, I fooled you. I fooled you with the slow talking. You thought it was over. It doesn't get to be over. We're not at Chili's yet. If you're driving, if not, that sounds really weird. Anyways, let's go ahead. Drum roll, please, for figure of the year. This was close, ladies and gentlemen, and it goes to none other than the cutest sentient cosmic cube around, Kobik. Yep. But, but why? 
Why? <laughs> Why? Why? I think uh, I. <laughs> so last year. It went to, once again, Headmaster Wolverine. This guy won way too many categories last year. But it made sense to me for Headmaster Wolverine to win because he was uh, the best defensive figure, he had the best sculpt, and then he eventually just won Figure of the Year. And in another podcast, Rule of Three, he also won Figure of the Year over there. So it made a lot of sense. What blew my mind about Kobik winning is that, number one, I think it's... It's really spread out. When people vote, they vote for whatever their personal choice is. Not a lot of people are wired the same, and not a lot of people get to vote. Uh, on Facebook, we roughly had about 10-ish or so people in the same comments. On Twitter, it was between, like, the lowest it got to, like, was three comments to maybe eight or nine comments. So I want to uh, urge people to vote more. It's tough to tally up the votes and everything, and I would gladly tally more votes to get a wider spread opinion on uh, on what the end of the year best of is. What did you vote for for your figure of the year, Simeon? So I definitely put Kobik down. Um, but and... why? Why? <laughs> I'll why? explain it. So explain! Explain! I've never once played Kobik. Um, I owned one for a short while before That's I traded it That's not a good explanation. With You're going to have to do better. The reason why I chose it is never has a figure completely, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say this year, no other figure completely killed a certain type of team more than Kobik did. Um, so similar to like how Vulture needed the Ock arms, Kobik does better with Trader. So like by herself, she's still really solid, really hard to play against. Um, and so like I don't enjoy the figure. I don't like the figure at all. But it's definitely one of the best figures. Well, I chose the best figure uh, released this year just because it completely shut down like tent poles and one man armies. Um, I think Unimind almost completely went out of existence this year just because of this combo. And so that's that's why I think it was the best figure of the year is you saw so much of it do so well. That is true. I know when I first played against Kobik, I wasn't even playing a one-man army. Um, I was like, oh, so that's what she does. Hmm. And then I quietly packed my things up and went on to the next um, whatever qualifier round at Nationals. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. I shall keep that in mind. Uh, no, Kobik is actually a beast, which really blows my mind. Kobik has probably given me the most trouble this year, I think, since that set has come out playing uh, any form of like competitive so far. Um, it has really, really rocked me. Uh, Kobik's tough. I still need one because she uh, played a role in the Secret Empire story, which is a very Captain America heavy story, even though she ruined Captain America's life and existence, and I kind of hate her. Uh, but it's still kind of need Kobik. <laughs> she, I just, how can I hate something so cute, and yet I absolutely hate her. I terrible, terrible hero click figure of the year though. And I, I can't even really argue with that for all the reasons Simeon said and a few more. I think she's really good. I think she honestly fits the role of just this really technical utility piece that's just crazy worth her points. And, you know, with the support and powers and everything that she has. So absolutely figure of the year. Those are all of our categories. That's roughly about 14 categories. Normally it's 16, sometimes it's more. If there's a category that you think we should have, or maybe a category you think we shouldn't have, like who really cares about X or X or so-and-so, right into the show. Uh, you can do that at Twitter, Facebook, dial H for HeroClicks at gmail.com, all sorts of places. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you forgot to vote and you were like, oh, no, it totally should have been so-and-so. Well, 
pay attention on the Twitter and Facebook more often, and you'll be able to vote. Every year, we like to end it with naming a super fan. Uh, the people that have started this podcast, Hunter, Austin, Drew, did that long before I was here. And I've been able to name one super fan while I was here, and I'm very happy that we get to name another super fan. Super fan, you've no doubt heard some of our Patreon ranks. Super fan basically instantly gives you uh, that rank, and then also we send you a little care package uh, for being super fan. It's it goes to show how much community involvement you have with the show, uh, how much impact me and Simeon love to see your comments or your questions, you know, uh, having a good attitude about the game of hero clicks and everything overall, uh, being very, just being very current in the community and overall just earning yourself in the role of a dial H super fan Simeon without saying their name. Do you want to kind of talk about the super fan a little bit that we chose this year? Yeah. So, uh, he first bumped onto my radar uh, with a message. Um, he's a dad. He's got a kid playing. Um, really involved. Really happy that his kids enjoying it, and he gets a lot of enjoyment out of his son enjoying it. And so that's partly that's one of the big things is if you're someone who brings people into the game, if you're someone who like truly enjoys like the casual, the fun, the like the excitement of the game um that's like i mean to me that's like dial h it's it's the heart of the game you know it really is not to get not to get too sappy but you know it's like (laughs) to me what uh when i was listening before i was uh you know the best uh the best podcaster on the on the Mm, podcast yeah okay Uh, okay get to the point okay okay don't lose them no, what really, what I really loved about it was um, how it was always, it was always light. It was never like boring and just like, oh, like let's slog through like this set because nothing's like going to change the meta. It was like, oh, you know, there's like cool sculpts, there's cool powers. Like, yeah, sure, it might not win you a tournament, but it's like fun to play. Um, you know, maybe you go after some like older sets or something because like those are there's gold in every set, you know, even the really old ones, even like the, the ones that came out like 2015 or, you know, Wolverine and the X-Men. That's my personal favorite. So someone that inspires that like kind of motif, I guess. Right on. And without further ado, and I got to say, I really just love this person's enthusiasm for playing the game. And I, I really think they did capture all of the things that you said about what our show is like. And just, just absolutely everything. So, really, without further ado, I want to congratulate the 2019 Superfan to Larry Slade. Thank you so much, sir. We're going to go ahead and get some information for you. We're going to send you a kind of a, a fun, goody, like, Dial H care package your way. And that ends our 2019 award ceremony episode. Give ourselves a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody that voted. We truly truly appreciate it and that brings our show to a close malcolm we will do your questions next decade sound good i can't even make that joke because it's already it's already january um technically i don't know if you're one of those people but technically the decade doesn't end until 2021 um i'm not going to be one of those people people get really i've I've seen that i've seen a lot of back and forth and people get really annoyed at it the only bad thing is i know 
a year from now, people are going to be like, end of the decade, well, this was me 10 years ago, and post all the same pictures like they've been posting for the last three years of the 10-year challenge, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, that has nothing to do with Heroclix. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I haven't played Heroclix since last decade. I haven't played Heroclix in actually what feels like a decade, because I haven't played it in, in geez, almost a month. It's going to be over a month by the time I play it again, which is a real bummer. I tell Stop you it what. with all these holidays. That's what I say. I know. Yeah. We need to cut it out. What in the world? What in the what in the goodness gracious? Golly gosh! What's even a new year? What is that? Why do the Chinese get one? Why is it different? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I, I don't really understand. don't know. <laughs> uh, year of the Rat, ladies and gentlemen, 2020. All right. So that is the end of our show. Is there any more 2019 things you want to reminisce about before we go ahead, go go head first in, end this episode, and call it a decade or a year? I, however, I you do want to say. say... We've got one more episode of New Clicks on the Block coming out, Ooh, yes. um, probably next episode. So we will release that episode. It'll be a normal episode. And then directly after that episode will be a cut-together version of all the New Clicks on the Block episode bits and pieces. And so we'll post that, uh, probably sticky it somewhere. So if you know somebody that's new and you don't have time to walk them through a full game, or if you just want, if you have someone that's interested and doesn't know if they want to actually play the game, um, you just have them listen to that, maybe. Um, yeah, for a resource for newer players, really. Yeah, yeah, just something to get them started and get them going, get some momentum. That's what it takes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So, Simeon, I, I just want, one minute, I want to thank everybody, all of our listeners that have enjoyed the show. I want to thank all the people that didn't get angry at me for making fun of them every year whenever I do a video. And hopefully I get to make another video like that soon. I just need to interact with people more. <laughs> that sounds really sad. Uh, but And if you haven't seen my impressions video, it's up on YouTube and on Facebook. And a cut down version is on Twitter. Uh, it's pretty fun. If you know a lot of people in the community, Scott Porter, other people that do podcasts, uh, competitive Heroclix players, I go ahead and I make fun of them for roughly about a minute and a half. Uh, I make fun of Simeon right away, of course, because we just absolutely have to, because I don't oh, make yeah. fun of him enough on the podcast. <laughs> Goodness knows. Uh, so that's how I'm going to end this 2019. Simeon, you want to go ahead and read us out of here? All right. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest singles and sealed products. Captain America pre-orders available. Ooh. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. <laughs> Mud, 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 mud,